Hello everyone. Uh, we have Krishna Priya over here. Uh, she is a SNI student of 2017 pass out, and she is a founder of Starbuzz, which is an influencer marketing startup. Yeah. Cool. So hi Krishna Priya, thank you for being uh, sitting with us in this session today. Hi Abhishek, thank you. Thanks for having me here. Cool. So let us start off where this all started. Your engineering career. Yeah. So how was your first year in your college? First year in the college, it was pretty clueless. Clueless. <laughs> so, uh, like uh, in our first year, our college people they had a crazy idea of you know getting all the uh, branches under one section. Okay. So our section we had everybody from CSE, IT, EC, Triple E. So you know they had this crazy idea to come just combine all of this. And after the first semester is when they divided us into our proper branches. Okay. So you know. Just that, to be clear, you're from Triple E. I am from Triple E. Yes. Yeah. So. Huh, they they did this experiment with only our branch and it was obviously a failure so they stopped after this. Okay. So huh, first year was pretty clueless like uh, we didn't know we were expecting happy days kind of thing like first day we just walk into the office, uh, college, college and find a group of gang hey no no friend no no friend okay we are friends and but then no it didn't happen that day. Okay. So when uh, in your engineering career when exactly did you get into the entrepreneurship world or the marketing world when was the first time? So. Mine is a very, I don't know, routine, cliched or a different story. I don't know what category it falls into. But then when we were doing engineering, uh, basically this uh, regional colleges, we weren't much exposed to entrepreneurship. The maximum entrepreneurship was like Apple, Google, you know, we don't know much about the startups and their exposure. This was back in 2013 to 2017. Yeah, yeah. So I always had this thing was, I mean, entrepreneurship or Edenante, the only thing that came to my mind was T-Hub. Okay. T-Hub, the under entrepreneurs in Taro. This is something that people help. That was all the buzz then. Danik Minchi, I don't know nothing. So, no, I didn't have much exposure in my engineering days to entrepreneurship. When did you start? When were you introduced to the word entrepreneurship? When were you introduced to the word marketing? So, uh, in my, I think back in, back from my school days, I okay. always wanted to do something on my own. Okay. I didn't know it was called entrepreneurship or a business. I just knew that I wanted to be on my own. I don't want to be one among these many people. So it just happened that uh, after my BTEC, I got into four campus placements. But then again, I, I don't want to be one among the crowd. So I took the road less taken and started as joined a startup. Okay. There I learned how a startup works in the first time. It's not as fancy as it looks. And surprisingly, it didn't scare me away. It okay. enticed me to follow it. So that is when I started my own startup. So that was the journey there. So how are your friends, your friend circle? Because mm. what I believe, what we generally believe is, our friend circle also have a, has a greater impact on our career also. Mm. Uh, so how was your friend circle? Like were your friends working with you on your startup or the startup which you are working on? Mm. Were you doing it working with your friends? Uh, friends, yes, but not from my BTEC. Okay. So BTEC engineering friends, I have good set of friends, very close friends. I'm a kind of an introvert who keeps a close circle of friends to myself. So then I still have them with me. They keep encouraging me, encouraging me. They keep supporting me. But then, no, I didn't start the business with them. Okay. Uh, different set of friends. Okay. Yeah. So you had your friends. So what, which, like uh, the friends which you have, current mm-hmm. like school and Charlie but the normal general, like outside friends. Outside friends and Karo. How friends. did you meet them basically? 
the one I have the Who startup. Working with it, yeah. So remember that I was working for a startup. Yeah. There I I made friends with the founder. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so the okay. founder and that team there was my friends. Okay. There I pitched my idea of you know this influencer marketing is booming. Okay. I don't think this technology and okay. then the founder liked my idea and we both started this. Okay. So not like, a conventional way of making friends. Like to be ideally what. I would like generally if I see, uh, say that two people became friends, either school, <laughs> inter, <laughs> yeah. childhood friends, uh-huh. or college. Yeah. This is the general uh, idea mm. of friendship. But yeah. Yeah. This is, this is not a conventional way. What? So, where does like where did Starbucks start? Like what exactly? What was the birth? When did it start? And how did it start? Yeah. Yeah. So I was working for a startup. I have mentioned it like many times now, but yeah. They like to say the name of the startup <laughs> everything else. Okay. No, no, it's it's pretty much okay. close now. So let's not take the names. Okay. So there, uh, you know how is in a startup? It's a small team. You get to see how the other teams are working, and sometimes you even get to work with the other teams. So then there was a client who wanted to try influencer marketing. Okay. So I I was a techie there. Okay. I was a triply graduate. I was techie there, and now I'm into marketing. So not only in the jobs it happens even in entrepreneurship that you don't know don't do what you what you study. Yeah, yeah. So, huh? Uh, I was curious about marketing. See, I was always in the product development side. Okay. So I wanted to know once I develop the product, how it is sent to the people, how it is pursued by the people, what are the efforts these teams do. So I was very curious and I was involved in the process of this. So there they wanted to try influencer marketing. Okay. And I essentially observed that this whole thing was manual. you know finding out the influencers talking to them approaching them everything was manual like we are in the 21st century where we are using technology to simplify many things but idi we are doing it all manually so that is where i thought why don't we use technology to simplify it i have done my research like i said i went to my founder with this idea we both have done research together and found out that this is a good space and it's booming so let's start this so that's how we started startups when when was it launched founded a uh, company was incorporated in january of 2021 When did you actually start working? Because <laughs> some people will just start working even if you don't incorporate our companies. So the research we began from somewhere around September, October of 2020. Okay. And then once we had a concrete idea of this is something that would work, we launched the we incorporated in 21. Okay. So how did you break it to your family or your mom, like your parents? What was their reaction when you said that I want to start a startup? Yeah. Now? Yeah. So. Thankfully, my family and everybody in my family are very supportive. Okay. They are not, they are not like traditionally beat a kaya ka job chasey tarvata pehli chase ko. They were never like that. Okay. My mom, she personally encourages us to be financially independent. Okay. And my dad never said no to whatever I wanted or my, me and my sister wanted. We both are, I mean, either them daughters. Eh. So they almost raised us like boys. They never. They never made us believe that your girls, me, Dilani, Ondali, Dilani, Chayali. That that was never the upbringing that we had in the family. So they were quite supportive. But then obviously, startup entrepreneurship, and they were a little worried and scared about how the people will be outside. No, Bella, that kunta. How will you overcome all these things? They had their fair share of questions, which is very reasonable. They didn't discourage me, but then they had these questions, and they were like subtly pointing out that. You are going on a journey that is very difficult. So, and also probably a lonely journey because nobody outside the circle will understand what you're going through. So, you know, be aware of it, and we are always here to help you. So, yeah, that they're was it. Supportive. Yeah, they're very, very supportive. So, 
let us talk about influencer marketing before sure. we spoke about the journey your engineering career mm-hmm. and your entrepreneurial start your startup and all so now uh, let's go in detail about uh, influencer marketing mm-hmm. what exactly is influencer marketing and when exactly did this thing start booming out oh in the i don't remember when i was in my engineering or <laughs> in my inter and all i don't know what influencer <laughs> marketing is there was no such thing as influencers back then uh, exactly yeah. so when did this all start like so, scratch and shit yeah so remember when you had to buy a laptop mm-hmm. what was the first thing that you would do amazon amazon and then you will go to reviews yes Yeah. Or you'll go to Google and find the blogs. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that is a subtle and very initial days of influencer marketing. Okay. Like there's a blogger okay. who has done his research okay. and he'll put out his points there. Exactly. Yeah. And you would read it, yeah. get influenced by his opinions, and make a purchase decision. Correct. Yeah. So that was the initial days of the forming of influencer marketing. Okay. Adi, manaki written format only. Okay, yeah. Then came Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and all, and then upper only video format. Kuchhi. So there, uh, people like uh, Gen Z, ex- for example, are more interested in consuming video content. So idi brands ka adhamena upper only they started ki why not uh, just stick to this? Let's try in video content as well. So video content lo kora we had these uh, things where. You know, uh, they subtly put in that this other brand is actually not even trying to sell. They won't be. It, it won't be on the face of the thing that it buy uh, buy this, buy this, buy this. It'll be very subtle that this is something that I tried and maybe you should. Or you know, when an influencer is uh, subtly walking and you notice their shoes and ask where it is from. So that is how influencer marketing slowly uh, came into practice. And COVID obviously helped with the boom. Because you know, COVID, so COVID is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, yes, it is. Okay. Uh, because if we do either phase, like you know, this whatever we are experiencing now, it would have been five years down the line. Okay. But COVID has accelerated it to like within like one and a half two years. Okay. And if with the traditional marketing shutdown, and if newspapers lay, who means that TV ad commercials should just a time lay, who buy the banners for whatever, who choose them. So they all obviously had to move to digital. Digital or social media ads are only pertinent. People are clever. They use ad blockers, yeah. so they had to go through. More, they had to think, and then came the influencer marketing, which was right in front of the eyes. So, when you started Starbucks, mm-hmm. were there any competitions for you? Like you start a whole competition with? Obviously, there's. See, one thing about competition is generally people worry that competitors and it's a bad thing to start. But having competitors gives your market validation. Like your product is important, your product is valuable. People out there are paying to buy products similar to yours, so it gives you a validation. So yeah, coming to the point when we started out, we had a few competitors in a indirect format. Okay. People who were doing manually, okay. traditional such as normally. But businesses under traditional level, all that time, but they obviously go to the agencies or somebody who's doing it manually. So diverting the traffic from there to a technical thing that was a challenge that we had. so you would use this platform to say a uh, unique way or you know why people should come to starbucks or mm-hmm. the other competitions what would what would be a so one thing uh, we would make so a unique thing and uh-huh. how do you attract the customers for them to start using starbucks so we generally attract them by ta- taking out their pain points and highlighting that if you do it in any other way it will take you 7 days if you use our platform you'll get it done in like Ten minutes, seven okay. days, ten minutes. You know, we are saving you a lot of time and efforts. So that is one obvious pitch we make. That is cool. Okay. So uh, if there's a store in so outside of our, mm-hmm. 
hmm. student, not an entrepreneur, yeah. student yeah. who wants to become an influencer or an okay. Okay. Would there be any skills required? Mm-hmm. If a person, like student who wants to become an influencer, they should be really good at talking or yeah. presenting themselves. Uh, making up content on Instagram. I know, it all sounds yeah. very fancy that exactly. influencer and you'll get like 100k, 500k followers exactly. and you are set. But reaching to that stage is very tough. Like you said, like you pointed out, uh, they should have minimum skills like you know doing a proper research. Okay. Finding your niche, uh, say you are into tech, you yeah. like exploring tech. Okay. So you have to do, a, when you are when you chose a topic like you want to do a content on top 10 laptops under rupees 30,000 okay. right so you need to do a lot of research because you are responsible to your audience you are responsible to yourself and one small mistake many people out there are ready to point out yeah because everybody has access to internet yes so one thing is you have to be very hands-on in the research you have to stay updated about the current marketing trends and then you should have a good camera presence you can't be camera shy. Okay. You should have good camera presence and fluent in talking. It's not, it's very different from ha- having co- communication skills and talking. Yeah. And they, you should, Miro, you're not in front of the person directly to help them understand what you're thinking. You should uh, connect to the person who's watching you digitally mm-hmm. on their screen. So, me, communication should be very clear what you're trying to tell. So, you should have a very good speaking skills. And then obviously the makeup or whatever that you want to do all those and one more very important thing is having the proper tactic on how to grow your followers if you are stuck at 10k 10k only 50k ki yalla yallali strategies strategies what i followed indulo evaithe hit ayayi ev miss ayayi what did my audience like so you can get all this by using the uh, social media platforms insights if you are on instagram instagram insights untai so major mistake these people do is they don't consider the insights. So you have to see that a post I take will perform JCB, a time low post I take will perform JCB. All these you have to measure. You have to keep a very strict eye on all these things. So basically, anti-influencer, they should be really good at what they are getting into. The hmm. sector, technology, hmm. and science, and yeah. AI, they should be really good at it. Because the content which they are putting out, as you said, if it's not true, wrong, hmm. if it's not true, it's hmm. wrong, it will be very bad for them itself. So exactly. it's like a very big responsibility even for them exactly. because they're putting out that content. Hmm. So how do you manage your work-life balance? In Kandai, many students, like uh, some students start their startups even when they're in their college hmm. and they have this question, how yeah. do you manage your work-life balance, hmm. your professional life, your personal life, your education, if you're doing education, hmm. education life, how do you do, handle all of this? So, uh, I'm not started, a very good I know you started later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your suggestion or advice or Yeah, so I don't have a very good work-life balance to start with. Okay. I have more of a work and then life balance. I mean, so in the, honest, yeah. in the initial stages, because startup is your baby. See, when you, uh, let me put it this way, when you, when a person has a baby, their whole life disrupts, their whole life revolves around the baby. So they don't see about, uh, see, look at having a work-life balance there. Or a baby life balance there. They just want that e baby of a certain age, I'll be like this. Then it will be on the automatic mode. I can have my own life. Yeah. So I see, I look at it the same way. You know, still your startup is in a certain mode or, you know, in the autopilot. You kind of have to sacrifice your fun life, your personal life. After that, you'll obviously reap the benefits. It'll be on your own and you can have the perfect work life. That's how I look at it. 
actually this is one of the best description someone <laughs> has given me about work life balance yeah. before so um yeah how did networking help your career because as as an entrepreneur myself and people who i talk to and all networking mm. is a very big uh, important factor yeah and whenever i ask general population students don't know the adva- uh, advantages or importance of networking and mm. only the people who network know the advantage of networking and uh, how do we make sure that the normal general students understand the advantage of networking is by giving them use cases yeah yeah so from your perspective how did networking help your work like work career or like mm-hmm. basically your startup and all So like you said I was also one of the people who didn't believe in networking I was okay. one of the introverts I don't want to talk to people I'm good on myself if I'm okay. good people will come to me I was okay. one of those people okay. But then having the startup changed my perspective in a way that if you are good you have to put it up Like uh the famous dialogue cigarette put a cigarette down me logo don't do that it is injurious you shouldn't smoke, shouldn't uh, smoke. Yeah. so even the same way even the telivana vaadu kuda cheppukovali naak telivundi nenu cheyagalanu okay so that is one thing you have to put yourself out there and networking is um see when you're putting yourself out there when you ipudu oka startup start chesar it's a very good product but me cheppokopothe janaliki teliyadu exactly yeah so you have to put yourself out there put your product out there and let people know what it is and by letting people know what it is you should also give them the confidence that you know what you're doing because at the end people buy through relationships so you should also give a confidence that you are a thought leader you know what you are doing in this sector yeah. so adi one of the best ways to make that happen is to talk to let them know that uh, your thought process this is what you are doing this is how you are doing so that is one way to look at networking you know if you want to be successful or let's say if you want to sell your product okay you have to be good at network networking you have to know what it is and second thing is networking have many indirect effects not direct direct is like i said sales and conversions indirect is when you are talking to me i know somebody else and introduce them to you or they saw me talking to you and then ask me about you so in being a we met indirectly ha yeah i got a contact from somebody else network, yeah. so yeah that's the importance of networking because you know when you need anything you immediately think of the person and then yeah. you will be able to help them so it is like for example you have a need hmm. and then you remember the guy yeah so, so you being that guy is what networking hmm. is all about exactly so high class society lo the networking is very strong ante valaki anta closed circle untundi valaki em kavalanna calls lo or matalo nadichipothuntundi but that is very much missing in the middle class or upper middle class society we should have a very strong bond or networking very strong network wherein manaki edi kavalana mana network lo undali you know you, you should be able to just call somebody who at least knows that somebody who can get the work done yeah. so yeah we should build that strong network even among the students even among the students yeah so now that we are talking about students kontamand like general third tier colleges so basically what edam spotlight is uh, is about is we focus on second and third tier college students like you know we don't have that environment or competition which top tier colleges mm-hmm. have and memura edoka endukante the whole point of freedom spotlight is we get students who have done it before and who are doing it right now from these colleges and as we are from third tier colleges we you know we use uh, our stories because this is one of our ways to motivate the students who yeah. are there right now so that is the whole point of freedom spotlight so what is the suggestion you would give no suggestion advice or mm-hmm. anything you would like to say to your juniors who are in your college or are in the third tier colleges of hyderabad what would your suggestion be uh, it is in career perspective or entrepreneurship perspective one of the things i would like to say is 
don't take life too seriously okay you're not going to get out of it alive anyway okay <laughs> so you know if you want to start a startup if you want to take that risk go ahead jump do it you will fall then get up you know get up stronger so don't think don't overthink about anything and mainly don't compare yourself with others their journey is different your journey is different if you want to go ahead and take a position in a company mnc go ahead and do it if you want to start a startup go ahead and do it if you want to do phd go ahead and do it it's like don't overthink okay just do it just do it <laughs> good uh, some people are even afraid of initiating it you know mm. we classify this like we don't classify the general classification is thinkers mm. doers yeah yeah so what is the solution would you give to the people who are thinkers you just say that you just do it <laughs> i just say don't overthink <laughs> just don't overthink that <laughs> no it's like i know it's okay. easier said than done exactly <laughs> Yeah. So maybe they can uh, start uh, start by journaling, writing down right. the pros and cons of every thought they have or yes. every things they have, and then way ki in the lo konne you know you can when you write the pros and cons of two different or three different career paths that you choose, you'll obviously find that you can see the difference that in the lo na koncham easier only or the, even though this is tougher, this is what I want to do. So you know when you put it down on pen and paper, you'll have a lot of clarity. so maybe write the pros and cons and compare and then take a informed decision and then speak to somebody who's already in the field when yeah. you've figured it out exactly speak to somebody take their insights and see if you would be doing what they are doing now and if you would be enjoying doing what they are doing now then if yes don't overthink just do it yeah cool so uh, for people who are out there mm-hmm. who want to start their career as in uh, influencer marketing mm-hmm. like Uh, like what would your suggestion be? should should they like start off directly or maybe do it as a part time thing or you know as an influencer as an influencer i actually don't like the word influencer let's call okay. it content creator okay so you know um, because content creators are in different ways like i said writing the blog bloggers doing video content doing audio content podcast so there are many different types of content creators so if somebody were to start a content creation initially till they start to monetize it I would suggest them doing it a uh, part time. Yeah. But if they were to seriously see some value out of it, see that their audience are connecting to it, and see that they are able to monetize it, then maybe they can turn it into a full time thing. But whenever they are starting off, I would uh, I would suggest one thing that they have a clear clarity in mind. What is that one niche or one target audience that they want to have? Like you can't have everything at once. Exactly. you should have a clear focus but having a niche will help you in a lot of things even if you are a food blogger there are many food bloggers out there how do you differentiate yourself by saying that you are a vegan okay or by saying that you do only drinks or, or beverages you know yeah. like you can find out that one niche where people will come to you so yeah having the clear mind a clear clarity at the end of at the beginning of starting will help a lot so a uh, last question for the podcast mm-hmm. what would uh, it's not a suggestion or advice what would you say to your juniors in uh, schools and sir colleges students in the colleges so in third tier college students so uh, when we were talking about networking i've mentioned that you know top uh, top class people have the strong bond the same thing even we have to replicate among tier 2 and tier 3 colleges because the top tier colleges have a very strong bond very strong alumni you know when you go to iit and say or even if they passed out like 10 years before they just say that i am an iit am alumni there'll be a proper response there'll be so much support from the iit community for them the same thing we don't have among our community 
so yeah. we have to build a strong tie to tie three community uh, colleges community among others which i think pdmd is already doing yeah. so yeah that They're is working one. on that yeah it's a long way to go but we yeah. have to build it Uh, yeah, cool and that is for today's session. Thank you so much for your for sitting with us and talking to us about the market and our journey of engineering. Thank you, thank you so much for having me.